Just trust me, okay? This is Michael, and tonight I am here with a very special guest, none other than Harpy Daniels. How are you? I'm doing great, beautiful. Thank you for having me here today. I'm so glad you're here. And then on top of that, I know some of you are going to be a little confused when you see the pictures. You're going to see underneath the real Harpy Daniels. So you'll be able to see that in the promo pictures. Everyone's going to be like, but where's Harpy? That's a man, Mari. (laughs) (laughs) And the lie detector tests determine that was a lie. So I'm so glad you're here to be part of our Pride Month series and you're bringing all the pride to us. Now, I thought it was interesting because when I talked to you yesterday, I know that you had mentioned that you have only really been able to be prideful and performing for like two seconds because you got here and then everything shut down <laughs> so that's that's exactly it. it was literally like edging and then you get there and it's just done there's yeah, nothing else you're going. like well i guess i'll wait <laughs> <So> <laughs> we're glad you did and you have been very much embraced so let's go ahead and backtrack so people can get to know your full story so where are you from originally I so I was actually born in Hawaii. Uh, wow. Yeah, military brat. Here he still comes. And then nice. uh, I moved to Pennsylvania because that's where my mom's from. So uh, I'm from uh, Northeast PA. Okay. Very bum country, like middle of nowhere. Yeah, Pennsylvania. Like it's not Philly. It's not Pittsburgh. So yeah. we, It snows and the women's chew tobacco. <laughs> I loved that description, Pennsylvania. Yeah. <laughs> yes, literally in the middle of nothing. So that was. And also, do you only have one sibling? I actually have two. I, so you have your twin. My twin love my twin so much. Which and is then, amazing. And then I have an older brother, but we're only like 17 months apart. So we're pretty much oh, all close. Yeah. Holy cow. Yeah. So your parents were busy. They, yeah, they were like, we want, well, really what happened? Okay, that, that story. I mean, basically, we have an older son. We want you to have a brother. And then they got twins. And me and my twin were like, okay, Tyson, enjoy your day. We're going to go have fun over here. So, oh, my gosh. So you guys never were super close to your brother because not- you guys had each other? <laughs> Honestly, yeah, like it it backfired so bad, like the rest. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay, so how was your childhood like? Were you all over the place? Let's say like just, you know, under fifth grade. Like were you everywhere? I I think I was I definitely was like gay. I look back at this day and I was like, I would have I would have punched myself in the face back in the day, you know, like real high energy, a lot of lot of female testosterone going through my body and i loved it i mean i was a little boy anyway so it was okay but i like as you saw my toenails were painted here today which is fabulous and, and I, you can't paint your fingernails or you would uh honest yeah i would i like it i like it. i like the color it's really just the color I, honestly i'm the same colors. way too though yes i know because i think it's great that like women have so many choices with like fashion and things but i kind of yes. like that guys can just be basic when we want to be right i mean there's no no pressure there like there's if i were to no go on jeans and t-shirt nothing but women no you got to dress up girl you, yes. you, jeans and t-shirt she's a bum get and fried <laughs> yes i agree so okay so from you know uh let's say like middle or i'm sorry preschool to end of elementary school you were just in like pennsylvania area is that where you were growing up yeah i stayed in like the i basically grew up all in pennsylvania i didn't leave actually the pennsylvania area until I joined the Navy. Okay, so, and then all the way through middle school, high school, what was your experience like, middle school, high school, um, growing I, up? I was the token gay kid. I mean, being gay was still in, like a... something that would not really happen like it wasn't until i graduated in 2012 where i looked back and like all these people like oh we're gay now it's a it's a fad and i'm like i grew up as the token gay guy and that's what most people like did you officially come out i came out at 14 at 14 a week right before high school no nerves or anything about it you just were like i'm out that's it oh uh, well so i emailed my mom no (laughs) 
<laughs> so you didn't tell her. You emailed a- AOL her. AOL Messenger when it was popping back in those oh, days. Oh, I remember yeah. that. Yes. Yeah, I said, Mom, I have something to tell what you. What was your guy. aim? Uh, my aim, like what the the name on it? Yeah. Oh God, my mom made it for me. Oh, it was called Spaced Mars Kid because I was such a weirdo. <laughs> like I was spaced out all the time. I was a spaz. I oh, was a total spaz. Space Mars Kid. Yeah. <laughs> How awesome. So, okay, so you came out to her in an email now. Did you, were you nervous to tell her? Is that why? Oh my God, yeah. So every, all my friends knew. And then of my course. friends, you know, were kids. They're all loose lips and like telling everybody. And I found out. And so I was like, well, I don't want my parents to know without me telling them. Um, and my twin knew too. Mm-hmm. Um, and then finally I just said, you know what? I'm going into high school. I can't bear this, this secret, this bad thing, you know? Right. And so I just emailed my mom and I said, Mom, I'm gay. Her reaction was... <laughs> I laugh at it now, but back then I was a little damaged, for what sure. What did she say? You're going to ruin your life. What? Yeah, I, <laughs> I, honestly, I know that's so crazy. I, so what she really meant, and I know it's a caring mother. My parents are very accepting. Let's just put that out there. Okay, okay. So we're just, yeah, making yeah, sure they, that they know, they know he knows you love him. Yes. Okay. My parents know. Um, it's just she was concerned because back in those days, she knew gay people that got beat up, killed, all that, and she didn't want that for me. Oh, okay. So she was just yeah. concerned. She was a concerned Safety. Parent. Yeah. And then yeah. they thought it was a lie all through high school, honestly, until one day my dad sat down with me and he goes, you can give up the act. And I thought, drop club i was like i'm not giving up drama club I love they it. thought you were lying and i my dad thought i was lying because i i because I, I, I embraced both masculine and femininity so they just saw me as like that strange creative kid wow and i, th- I don't think i've ever heard of yeah. someone saying that my parents didn't believe me they didn't they really did it for four <laughs> years for four senior year i'm filling out college applications and i looked up my dad and i literally said dad <clears throat> i love dick no and he lo- he literally looked at me. Goes, that's fair enough. Got up, walked away. We never had a conversation to this day He's about like, it. I guess I believe you. <laughs> yeah, we never talked about it. But that's the good thing about my dad. Um, easy to talk to. He's very straightforward. That's why I'm very honest to this day. Like he's always said, just say it how you feel, and then professionally, you know, like say it professionally when you need to. Yeah. So, so that was good. So you came out. Everything was mm-hmm. good like that. So as you were getting closer to going into graduation and getting ready to go to college, what were the thoughts? Um, what you were going to do. Uh, what I was going to do with my life. So actually, I was going to be a culinary uh, culinary specialist. Okay. I love cooking great at it. And then I worked a kitchen. I said, oh, no, this this for the birds, baby. I, <laughs> it's I'm, a lot. It it's is. It's a lot. Like anybody who works in a kitchen, I worked on a line. and Lots I, of respect. Uh, respect. Yes. Yeah. And if it, it really is. If you can't stay in the heat, stay out of the kitchen. Literally. It's literally a thing. It's a disaster. And, and I have a friend that he's a chef and he actually teaches now the culinary program up in Richmond. And yeah, I don't know. You have to really love that. Yeah. And then I decided to hate myself more and did drag. Yeah. So, okay. <laughs> so then how did that come about? Uh, so when I was 16, um, so the small town, I literally lived under a rock. Okay. Um, RuPaul Drag Race season two came out. And okay. well, we know how bad that was. The, Everybody knows. The, yes. <laughs> uh, and I saw it and I thought they were women. And then I uh, was confused and I'm like, no, they're men. And then it like clicked. Everything I did in my life, theater, art, color, makeup, all of it. I was just like, I want to do this. This like, is I me. To, this is exactly. Okay. This is me. Yes, exactly yes. that. Very that. Now let's go ahead and make sure. So everybody out there knows because we've got people that tune in, believe it or not, from across the country. So, and we actually just recently thank you all for tuning in outside of the U.S. We've had some listeners. So I'm thinking it's military, but we appreciate you tuning in. So 
how tall are you exactly again? And I know you, they round up for you, you said, is your biggest problem. <laughs> yes, um, they round up to six inches. Uh, yes. No. <laughs> six no, foot six, one. Six foot one here. Yes, baby. Oh Absolutely. my gosh. So it's so funny because like for me, I love to wear stilettos um, sometimes. And I'm so grateful for those little cush in the like mm. ball of your foot and mm. all that because, oh my God, they hurt. But I like to feel tall. You're already tall. So you want to feel taller. Supermodel size. Yes. I like Victoria's Secret need to pick me up after this podcast. <laughs> yes. They very well might because I know everyone's branching out now. They're like, you know what? It's not just women anymore. Let's scoop them up. Mm-hmm. So, yes, they might need to go. They're probably going to try to run you to death, though. Would you be willing to give up food for 10 years? Because I think that's how their models are treated. If the paycheck reflects six <laughs> figures, I'll give up. I'll get. I'll be a nun and be abstinence as well. Yeah, like, we're that's what, do whatever it, you whatever need. Whatever it takes. So, you you saw all of this, it culminated together and just clicked with you. So you just realized, I need to go ahead and start figuring out how to do my makeup and all of this. So did you start playing with makeup early on or it all kind of just started at that time? So at 16, when it all clicked, like I, because I worked at Kmart, that was my first job. Okay. It was right, at, uh, I, I got in and I got heels, I bought like booty shorts like mm-hmm. you know the typical oh, like yeah. drag starter kit which oh. really it's like cross-dressing starting <laughs> what, kit. yeah what is in a drag starter kit per se uh, well, heels now, booty you, shorts a nice uh crisp clean very bad synthetic wig okay. from, oh, yeah. <laughs> from spirit of halloween not even party city spirit <laughs> yes, of halloween exactly and, not lace not lace and then you go maybe some fish nettings and then all you need is eyeshadow lipstick and a really bad foundation that's like darker probably three and times what did you use for the chest the ch- uh so uh well for me i went flat chested being asian uh, gotcha. so <laughs> <laughs> that's right you got the asian flair and my dad's japanese all those people listening my dad is japanese like yes. no joke so your mother is white uh redhead redhead yeah, very white yeah. very very much and your dad is chinese uh japanese japanese japanese, japanese. Yeah. okay wow okay so and that's why you're also ageless yes very true uh, flawless skin everyone always I ask me i say genetics it's honestly it's no joke yeah, sometimes it just works out that way, thank God. Because did you have really oily skin when you were in high school? I kind of did, yeah. And then my yep. hair was a little oily. And the yep. moment like I got out of high school... It like, just all went away. It went away. And yes, because yeah. my skin was like super oily in high school. <laughs> and my whole family, they were like, just wait. You're going to be grateful later. And I was like, this is awful. Now I'm like, thank you. Thank you so much. Well, on that note, we're going to go ahead and take our first break. And we'll be right back. Stay tuned. Welcome back. So we were talking about flawless skin. Sometimes you're born with it and it's not Maybelline. So there you go. (laughs) So let's go ahead and go on from there. So you had your starter kit and you started figuring out what you were doing. Now, did anybody catch you? You said this was 16. So you were still living at home. Did anybody see you, ask you, find a heel or something like that, a rogue wig? Oh, yeah. My my mom threw away everything. That's, they can accept me being gay. They just didn't understand drag. And my mom wow. went in and she threw away every, every, my nail polish. And I bought it all myself. Like, I was going to say, was there an explanation? She just, boys don't do that. And there's actually a, on uh, MSTM um, that I work with, I wrote a whole, there was a whole article on it that boys don't do that, uh, relating to that story. And it, wow. it was 
it was definitely why I'm so confident in who I am today because I looked at my mom like, well, boy, this boy does do that. So good for you. I love that attitude too. Like, well, I'm different. And it's okay. Exactly. And anybody listening, like, it is okay. And and I think that's what pride is all about. And and I think that's why it's so so great today um, for that um, to be who we are. Because especially in 2021, now I look back, there's a lot of things boys do today. And I'm like, back in... When oh, my I, God. Back in bum... Pun- Pencil Tucky, excuse me. Yes, trying to get Pencil it out. Tucky. Pencil Tucky is like, no, even to this date, no, they're still, you know, camouflage. Very anti that. Very anti that. It's, it's scary too because, and I'm glad you're going to be staying for current events and entertainment too. Thank you so much. Woo! So excited for that. But we talk about some stuff, and even prior to Pride Month, you know, we've got all these different articles that are popping up about stuff going on all over the world, but even in cities in the U.S., and it's just crazy, and I try to keep reminding everyone that catches any of these episodes, like, just because you don't see the hate here and you feel like, well, it's been answered here, so we don't have to worry about that kind of hatred or bigotry or whatever here, it must not exist anymore, it is still well and good a lot of other places. Absolutely. I mean, um, I just did a a whole presentation for my military uh, for Pride Month. Um, and they all know I do drag. They all know I'm the Navy drag queen. Um, which is awesome. The, and the public gave that to me just for record. I yes. did not give it to myself. Which is fantastic. Um, I, told, I showed them a map of the world and they didn't, they did not believe that they're still beheading and like imprisonment. We just did that story. They, that that no just idea. happened. Did no you idea. hear the story that just happened to, um, God, I forget where it was. Somewhere in the Middle East, I'm sure, I think it was, I can't even remember, about the uh, two transgenders that were in a car and they got pulled over and they were cross-dressed. And so they immediately arrested them and sentenced them each to five years. Um, no, I don't. I, I believe it, but no, I didn't. I, I have to look that up. That's yeah, a, I'll fill crazy. you in on that story um, on the next break. But yes, when we saw that, it's like, are you kidding me? But yes, this stuff is going on. Like, I think a lot of people need to realize, you know, just because the huge things like gay marriage and stuff like that, and now, you know, same sex rights and stuff like that for same gender couples um, are still making a lot of advances. It doesn't mean there's not other work to be done. Exactly. And I mean, it was only 2015 when we weren't, and it's actually only a decade this year for Don't Ask, Don't Tell finally being abolished. Only a decade. Only so a decade. that speaks volumes that we still have a lot more to go with. This, this is just now happening. Yes, and I do, when we do talk about, um, we're going to do another segment, and the next segment's going to talk about Don't Ask, Don't Tell, and other things that have to do with being gay in the military. So I'm glad that you're going to stick around to talk about that as well, because I think a lot of people also think they don't understand if that's still a thing. They're like, oh, that's fine, right? No, 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 it's there's still problems. So with that in mind, OK, so you got all that shit thrown away when you were what, 16, 17, uh, 16. And then I just stayed like I just stepped back. And then at 19, when I like had my own money job and doing my own life, I moved out okay. with a 35 year old man. Yeah, I was that gay. We do that. Yeah, it's culture, <laughs> culture, culture. Um, and then I embraced myself. I met my first drag queen in person, Tequila Daniels, who is my drag mother, which is where Harpy Daniels comes from. Uh, okay, that's Daniels what I was wondering. Name. Okay. Um, and then I, when I actually picked my name, because I'm just because I mentioned Daniels, I might as well say this. Yes. Um, people think it's a mythological creature. It's a bird. I love eagles. I love birds. And Harpy's the biggest one in South, found in South America. I'm not going to go on like a Discovery Channel rant. Right. But I wanted something that stuck out. And I can tell you there's no other Harpy. I was literally about to ask because I was like, when I heard it, I did not forget it. Thank you. No. <laughs> and that's and that's what I wanted. And Daniels was just for honor of my drag mother. It's just crazy. The name, it just, they go together. I love it because honestly, the initials HD, high definition. High definition. <laughs> 
question. Or for others listening, huge anyways. Yes. So let's go on. So from there, you blossom into Harvey Daniels. And when did you really start? Because obviously you didn't have time to really figure out your style, your fashion, your ability to do your makeup and stuff until after you moved out. How long did it take to really kind of get a grasp on how that works? Uh, probably a year total. For okay. me, I was a fast learner. I had a great mentor. I had a lot of the drag community was like that drag community mm-hmm. of... Um, Supportive. Yes. And like, where was this at? What city? Pencil- so in Pennsylvania, this was uh, Lehigh Valley area. Wow. Uh, Wilkes-Barre, um, Allentown, Bethlehem, like that whole general area. Above- and then also the closest one, I was actually Miss Gay Harrisburg of 2015 which I technically can't say because I gave up the crown to join the Navy, but I'm going oh. to mention because I did carry it, but I passed it on to Bianca, God rest, uh, rest in power. Okay. Um, she was my alternative, but uh, rest in power. Um, but yes, I grew up in the pageant system and everything, and that's what sculpted my drag, but it wasn't who I was. Okay. I eventually, I didn't want to just be one thing. I wanted to show people that I can look pretty, I can be pretty, and I love that whole women persona, mm-hmm. but I want to show people the artistic side, and I sometimes will go out of my way to do different makeup, different styles, because I right. think it e- overall um, helps evolve someone to be better at each thing. Right. I agree with that. And I think we talked about this too last night. We were talking about how, you know, sometimes people will kind of just pigeonhole drag queens as like, oh, you're all the same. This is, you know, oh, you guys just all do this as if you all are just one, but you definitely strive to be separating yourself as well as kind of be trying to make sure that people can see you. You really stand out. I, I totally, yes, that's exactly it. Exactly standing out. Uh, I Nobody wants to be a carbon Your high copy. definition. Uh, high definition. <laughs> yes, exactly. Sony Panama, please sponsor me now today I for know. high definition. <laughs> Girl, we are looking for sponsors left and right. Anybody listening, we'll plug it. <laughs> Look, so. Hey, 2020 knocked it all out. I'm ready to get it on any board. I know they struggle in too, baby. Yes, everybody mm. is. So, okay, so you started up there and then you joined the military. So that was a good segue into that. So what made you join in the military? Um, I, so what I tell everybody is travel. Uh, but what the real story was, is I got my heart broken by a uh, veteran. By 34 year old or whatever? No, no. I left him because I didn't love him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and he I, got you out the house. Yes. And I, but I found love and, um, it was a, uh, veteran. He was a Marine and I was very, like when I joined the Navy. That's and, a fabulous story. Right. Nobody, <laughs> nobody knew. They was like, you joined the Navy? What? I was like very anti-military. Okay. And then he changed, he changed my mind. And then he, and then when he broke me, I said, you know what? I can do this better than you. He was a Marine though, but that's why there are sisters. So instead yes. I joined the Navy. <laughs> okay. So you joined the Navy because he broke your heart and you yeah. wanted to go do it. I wanted to prove that I can be, do better and be better. And I actually did within two years, not okay. even the five years I've been in now, the two. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so like higher rank and all of this. Oh yeah. I went out real fast because it's and the biggest thing about military. When you go through it's you have to treat it. Um, not just with the honor courage and everything, but with as a job. And if mm-hmm. you want to do good in your job, you have to work hard and that's follow the rules and implement them for as who you are. And, and I did that. And that's where I am to, here. Where I am today. That's crazy. That's awesome. So you're able to do that now. Where have you traveled? Uh, so originally, my first station was in Japan. I was with the squadron. Uh, and by the way, any joke I make about the military, it's only because I'm military. We all love each other. Yes. Uh, I don't want anyone to offense. And if they are, good. Keep listening. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, so Japan, stationed there for three years. I mm-hmm. was in uh, Iwakuni. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Um, Atsugi and then Iwakuni, which basically is the mo- all mainlands. I did a detachment to Okinawa. And then I traveled to Guam, Singapore. Wow. Um, uh, where's the other? Hong Kong, uh, the Manila, 
Um, wow, you were all over. Yeah, we basically the whole Western Pacific area, Australia. Uh, yeah, they're just coming. Like it's been a while, but they're yeah. all coming. I, I've had the opportunity to travel, but a lot of my and we were FDNF or deployed naval forces, so we travel, travel, travel. It was like nonstop deployment break, and our breaks were like one month. But I'm well. At- so number one, thank you for your service, and number two, did you pick up? different trends as far as makeup, fashion, or whatever that you kind of applied to what you do now with drag? I would say depending on what I do, yeah, because it's it's interesting that you said that because um, the fashion sense over in, in Asian cultures oh, yeah. backdated. Like, their fashion sense, and it's beautiful. Like, yes. it's very street, very 2000s, very 90s. Yes. Like, and when I saw that, I'm like, this is interesting. And their drag still underground. A lot of their drag when, oh, wow. I, when I saw their queens are very theatrical. Like, okay. they do very very huge theatrical underground like they don't do when i walked into their bar and like woman uh of course yeah uh, <laughs> <laughs> number one number one um they gagged because they don't see that over there that's not their common thing they like comedy they like theater they treat it kind of like those old uh, japanese skits of comedy where they're huge makeup and they treat okay. drag kind of the same way so it's is it kind of but not really a joke over there kind of it's a little bit of both. I think, well, the biggest thing I love about Asian culture, uh-huh. uh, and it's what I grew up on, is that we, what we, what we take as a weakness, we, we use it as a form, as a leverage to make ourselves better um, okay. by either making a joke out of it, to make us stronger, to show that, um, to, to show that we like to diversify ourselves okay. um, even through our weaknesses too and we're going to make it a strength and so they kind of do make a joke about it but at the same time too no they're for really with it while they're still in control of it yes and, gotcha. and, 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 and but for some of them they are amazing costumes the stuff they do over there like I we you, actually if you ever seen RuPaul's Drag Race when they did it in what the was it Thailand or oh I, I don't remember it, I think it was yeah, a, I, haven't, they, they to, I have not costume, been a loyal fan to the, that show I, I saw a few of it I think it was Thailand yeah <laughs> Correct me if I'm wrong, please, somebody. Um, But their costumes, if you watch that show, is almost all the drag queens in the Asian area because, and all the Asian, and when I say that, it's like I'm talking about like China, Japan, Korea, all that, all Vietnamese. um, All of that is really what they look like, and it's beautiful. It's artistic. They can literally take not even a trash, uh, plastic trash, this, this right here, this placemat. Yes. They could turn this into like a fashion central of uh, winter fashion central right here. Right. Something amazing. It's amazing. I I don't know. I've seen I've seen some of your costumes and that was why I asked because some of them are look so intricate. So are you the one that is the master of that? Uh, I mean, I, it is my mind that puts it together, but I'm not a seamstress. I'm working on seamstress. I mean, that's so what I was wondering. Three, okay. I mean, three off of seamstress, but no, mostly I, I know how to alter. I can alter really well okay. and I know how to put together like uh, the one outfit I just had. Someone thought it was a whole one piece. And I'm like, no, there's like five different pieces put together. <laughs> but it looks great, doesn't it? I even used to put bed sheets together and hang them down and then cinch them. And you see it on TikTok all the time. But when you when I would go out there, I didn't have a cover up. So I just draped them the correct way, mm-hmm. safety pins and places. And you can go out there looking like Dolce and Gabbana, baby. Like, yes. People don't if you know. know what if you're doing. If you know what you're doing. Exactly. Yes. Well, on that note, we want everyone to learn how to know what they're doing and we will be right back stay tuned
Welcome back. So with where you're at now, so you come back to the States and you get stationed here. Is that correct? That is correct. Okay. So you've been here now for how long? Two years now. Yes. Okay. So you got here back in 2019. Yes. uh, July, actually, of 2019. Coming up right on a year. Yes. So July 2019. And how did you think like you hadn't really been in the drag like circuit of like going out and performing and all of this since you had been up north, correct? Yeah, because in Japan, I didn't have that opportunity except for the one, of course, we'll discuss later. Right. So, okay, there was that. So, what were you thinking when you got here? Like, okay, how am I going to go about this? Uh, the biggest thing for me, like, as I said, we spoke before, uh, drag's a business. Uh, so, the biggest thing isn't just about... The biggest thing about drag isn't just being having talent. You can have talent, but if you need... you Again, you can have all the talent in the world, but in the real world, it's all about who you know. Right. And my biggest thing in drag was I want to be very involved in the community mm-hmm. and I want to give back. That is the biggest thing. So when I got here, I was like, I wasn't concerned about who was here. Okay. I know who I was because I made a name for myself while in Japan as the Navy drag queen. Okay. I wanted now to implement that and actually give Harpy Daniels, the internationally known Navy drag queen, to the world because it spent, it, I had a wait almost two years to do that. Right. Um, so coming here, I wasn't nervous per se of the people. I was kind of nervous performing when I got on stage. It was been a hot minute yeah <laughs> um, i was like do i still know how to walk in heels <laughs> right right um but uh overall uh it everything turned out well i it, it was lonely for the first three months i bet um but i did go to stonewall sports norfolk and i'm going to say that because i am the assistant events director here currently for this year oh nice so you yeah. know tracy tracy's yeah. one of our friends to the show she Absolutely. comes on here and we also actually em2 group produces her new show so we'll plug that real quick too which is the curvy flipper collaborative so she's got that that's coming that just started last week so or two weeks ago now yes two weeks ago so yeah she's just started so i can't believe that i didn't know that yeah yeah. trade of all secrets yes that's all your people (laughs) And, and i forget what's his um from Samaritan House. Uh, Bobby. Yes. Bobby, Bobby, yeah. Bobby Hall. Bobby Hall, yeah. Yes, absolutely. he's supposed to be coming on soon, too. So Fierce. that's awesome. Yes, absolutely. I'm here for it. And when I got here, though, I joined it, and that's how I made all the community's friends. Like, I really... Ne- I, not I even think network, it's I made so important that you said that, because a lot of people come here, and they don't know how to get plugged in. So I think it's important. So go ahead and denote it one more time. Where would they go online to look for that? Uh, so you can go on stonewallsportsnorfolk.org. Okay. Uh, and or honestly, if you go on face, go on Facebook. I recommend going on like a social media platform first because it's who's not on social media, and right? You know, um, I would say that's where you would want to go. And then from there, you can see the organizations and who's involved. And then reach. You can message us, like reach out. Hey, what events are coming up? And we'll tell you where our sponsors are. We'll tell the places where people go to. Because for me, my first one was like a bowling event. Yeah, I got invited out to go, and then that's awesome. It was from there. Love at first a, sight. A healthy way there, to meet people. Yes, I mean I still. Still was on some apps, but the healthiest way yes. was Stonewall Sports. <laughs> I know. We know y'all are on apps and that we're so fully supportive of that. But if you want to try something different and maybe make some actual friends that don't are going to be wearing clothes, you know? Yeah, then absolutely. Yes. <laughs> absolutely. I, and, and the biggest thing I loved about it, too. Um, wearing clothes. Well, some of them just still. Well, don't wear they clothes, might but. not later, but at least you met clothed first. Yes, absolutely. Uh, but I would say being here that was my biggest fear. Yeah, because I really did, I knew nobody here. Yeah. I, I didn't know anybody in the Navy here. Nothing. I was gonna say, did you reach out to your drag mom and be like, you know, hey, what's going on? Do you know anybody down here? Uh, so well, because I when I came back from Japan, I stopped in PA for like a month, and before I came down, so we talked, and I told her, she's like, yeah, good luck, girl. I don't know anybody. <laughs> 
<laughs> I, she's like best at least she was you. honest she goes take those uh, ruby slippers and go girl get best of fucking luck clip them click them and come home and, and then go back home and i was okay. like okay right, girl so i did that um went home and i would call her and i'd call my family and be like i'm so lonely down here Aww. and then because it was really my first time by myself because in the yep. na- navy it's uh high school uh college or high school 2.0 like i lived in a barracks and all that stuff yeah but in japan but out here i didn't have the navy rapport to mm-hmm. build up friendship i had to actually go out in the real world and right do it. so after that six months six months tops i was comfortable i had a good set of friends i met a lot of good people um and it was that slow involvement then after that when i picked up drag i think by october by that time here and then after i did my first show i was booked everywhere well and what i was gonna ask too was so when you're here and you're feeling lonely how did you end up finding stonewall sports grinder <laughs> i know that's so terrible so so what really so the, you got on there and somebody I was did. like you should go to stonewall they, well, so the person um they are a very kind pe- person and i really was just like i'm looking for friends like i'm really like you're I, like I, I know everyone says that I, but i really am. i really am like i'm in a because mo- like i was i was a living off uh i was living off base and so i was still in a mode i was in a motel like oh yeah, girl, my no gosh fun. no yeah, fun no i won't even tell you what motel but let's just say like it I'm was sh- scary yeah like i saw like needles on my way out yeah, yeah i think i know what you're talking about too over by the base it, it, yes it's not cute the, i know yeah, i know what you're talking about i knew i saw you there the first time that's why you looked familiar <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> uh, I was the one cleaning up the needles. Yes. So. <laughs> Come on, healthy cleanup. Oh um, my gosh. But after that, uh, they met up and they're really just like, let's be friends. And they took me out and said, do you want to actually make friends? And <laughs> you're like, I'm, I'm serious. They, and they took me out to That's Stonewall so Sports. That's so awesome. It's, you're lucky it worked out well for you with oh, that too. Because sure. I know there's some people I have seen, there's some people that they do, like they don't know how to get plugged in like we were saying. And so then they're like, well, by default, I'll get on an app. And yeah, so it actually worked out for you though. That's awesome. Absolutely, and it, and the biggest thing is like, there's nothing wrong with the apps if you are like, of course, looking for that kind of stuff. Right. But, I mean, I don't care what anybody says. I've been on these apps since I was 14. That's I, and but I, you know, that's a culture in the community. I think eventually we'll get to work. It is because what year did you graduate high school? Uh, two, uh, 2012. Yeah. So I mean, it's a little different. Like I was legit dating dudes through the internet when there was only the option to do Were it through the on- internet. And I was still like, I think I was only 17 at the time. So it had just barely started. You probably had MySpace and Meet Me, right? Mm, MySpace, not My- Meet Me. Oh, Meet Me, Meet Me came out. It was like real, like after, it like became an alternative website. Okay. Uh, I think yeah. I do remember that. Wasn't yeah. it like a big blue square? <laughs> you could do whatever you yeah. want with like the background and stuff. Kind of like, they try to like manipulate MySpace, Ugh. but then like all the alternative kids, and I say all alternative because like <laughs> the, all the non-heteros basically went to my, Meet Me. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, because I'm from the generation where there was like, I think it was called planetout.com and then it switched into gay.com, I think. And then that had, like, its own messenger thing. So that was, like, the pre-long ago before what is were now Grinder. Were you here for Plenty of Fish? N- I never dealt with that. Oh, okay. Because I was like, that's probably, like, that's probably, like, that middle stage. That's probably, like, you know, like, the early 2000s. We don't talk about it. I don't even know. Like, <laughs> it was it was back then. Because I'm from 2001. That's when I graduated. Uh-huh. So I'm a bajillion years old. So, yes. But it's okay. Um, what I did want to say, though, too, was so you found you got here you got plugged in you started getting gigs and then you started getting booked everywhere yeah 
That's not really how it was. I started meeting a lot of the faces of the community, the queens out here. I've never had any issues because I treat drag like a business, as I stated before. And you're respectful. And, and, and that's all it is. Like when you, a lot of these queens bring up drama, and, I, and I'm not pointing anyone out, like there's always going to be drama somewhere because mm-hmm. it is stressful business. It's like I said, it is. you can't stand it the heat, stay out of the kitchen while the same's in drag. And and I think people take too personally their personal lives and yes. forget like, no, honey, you booked me here for my talent. You booked me here as Harpy Daniels, not Joshua Kelly. So, you know, like they right. I remind them like, no, I'm going to be respectful and show you my professional business side. Yeah, that's good. Well, on that note, I just want to remind everyone to just trust me, okay? We'll be back with another segment. Stay tuned. 